It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio. I am your host, Adam Wright, along with Justin Tucker. So summer is starting to heat up, and football coverage is starting to slow down a little bit. That is not going to stop us this summer, will it, Justin? No, it will not. It will not. Now, so we still have some stuff to cover. Plenty of ways to... We already have some things planned to give you guys, to hold you guys over until the NFL season starts. But we do have some stuff to cover. Last week... Just after our last episode, episode 23, was recorded, uh, the day after, season schedules for teams came out, and we're going to share our thoughts on that this episode. Now, so Justin, what is one game that you are looking forward to the most for this season? Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. There's so many games I'm looking forward to this season, but for me, the absolute number one game I'm looking forward to this season as a fan, I'm looking forward to Ravens and Chiefs. That game has to be on primetime. And it is Sunday night football, 820. I know you and me are going to be watching it together. I'm going to be watching my Ravens, hopefully prevailing over the AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, you really can't wait to get your ass kicked, can you? First off, first off, we're not going to. We're actually going to get the dub this time because I think if we can mm-hmm. get past them, we can start off 9-0. and I really do think. But that's a huge if. They are a very good team. Then and you'll turn we- off your Xbox and go to bed. Or you'll wake up from your dream. That's that's a couple ways you could your team could beat the Chiefs. But that just to name a few. Or they can play for 60 minutes on Sunday and actually get the job done like they always do, except against this team. They're the only ones that they struggle against. The only ones that I'm like, okay, this isn't guaranteed. This one is a legitimate struggle, and it can go their way at any point in time because of their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, and their head coach, Andy Reid. So hopefully... John Harbaugh doesn't get outcoached by Andy Reid again. Lamar Jackson can throw to his weapon in Rashad Bateman. Greg Roman doesn't force wide receivers in the same spots. And we actually have some smart play calling. If we can do all that, we can prevail because we have the talent too. But yeah. Just just remind me for a second. How many points did they score in the divisional round against was it the chiefs chiefs because they don't they don't struggle against anyone else right they don't they don't struggle against uh the buffalo bills how how many points did they score against them about uh 3 points oh that's interesting but we're also they didn't, but they didn't struggle they didn't struggle in that game yeah. did, did they are we also they, they scored those 3 points in style actually plays the way he usually does we actually put up 9 and actually in that game we should have won that game if we're actually being fair about it but that's neither here or there they came in there they won that's neither here or there did the patriots even make the postseason but i don't bring up stuff like that do i yeah, but we were taking a break. It was a year mm-hmm. off. It's it's exhausting making the playoffs uh, almost every year for tw- a 20-year span. It's tough. It's tough. I wouldn't expect you to understand. 
Yeah, no, it's tough losing in the Super Bowl to a backup quarterback. It, it's it's a shame. That's, you know, winning all those Super Bowl wins, all those rings, and um, making it to all those Super Bowls, nine Super Bowl appearances. Backs, all those fumbles, all those incompletions. Yeah, I get it. I understand. Yeah. At least we uh, fumble at the biggest stage and actually make it there, right? It's That'd be nice. At least we can get there. You guys, it doesn't even look like you guys can get there right now. You're get relaxed. where? Playoffs or Super Bowl? I'm, I'm confused. What's, what's, our, what's our goal? It doesn't matter. Either one. I'll even lower it to playoffs. I don't think you guys will make the play- Actually, I do think that. But you guys will get bounced in the first round. No harm, no foul. But anyway. Anyways. I um, it's, my, it's, it's my turn. Uh, so my pick for this season, and it's not even close. There's nothing that comes close to this one game in week four where I'm going to take my pants off in of the middle of the my uh, football party Get and me. just just go off watching this game. Buccaneer, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to New England to face the New a- to face the New England Patriots. Tom Brady goes back home and he visits his mother, Bill Belichick, coming right off of that divorce. It is going to be a showdown. This is a game that we've been anticipating for over for ever since Tom Brady, uh, ever since Tom Brady went um left and went to New England. Uh, sorry, left and went to Tampa Bay. See, this is going to be for Buccaneers fans and Patriots fans, Tom Brady's fan, Tom Brady fans alike. This is going to be a big game. Think about it this way. I this is the way we think about the Brady Belichick divorce. All right. It's we all we all look at it as a divorce, right? There's there's mom uh, over in New England, Bill Belichick. There's dad who left to go to Tampa to live with his new wife, who would happen to be um, who's the head coach? Isn't that Bruce Arians? Yeah. Um, now the fans, the the way I see it is the fans are like the children. All right. Mm-hmm. There's some fans who think mom is in the right and want to go live with mom in New England. And there are fans who think dad is right and are going over to uh, dad in, uh, in Tampa Bay with uh, Tom Brady. And then there's the, then there's the fans who love both, both mom and dad and still love them both. So for me, me personally, I, I'm a, as big a Tom Brady fan as there is, but I'm also as big a, a Patriots fan as there is. So I really can't, I really can't, but I think Patriot, the Patriots take priority because we don't we don't root for uh, players over over full teams. Um, but regardless, this is going to be a great game. I'm gonna love to see Tom Brady go back in there and show Bill Belichick who's boss. And I'm gonna love to see Bill Belichick come in with a re with uh, with a re with a reloaded Buccaneer. Uh, sorry, Tampa Bay uh, with a reloaded Patriots team and. It's just it's going to be it's going to be a showdown, and this is going to I'm going I'm going to have so many people over my dorm to go watch this game, and um, yeah, to see these two uh, go go at each other, um, the storylines are they just they're all over the place. It's going to be amazing. What did you tell me the score was going to be? Uh, I forgot. You told me it was going to be 69-69. Robert it's possible. 
It's quite possible. If it does, then it's a sign from the gods, wouldn't you think? <sighs> yes, but n- I do not believe the Patriots are good enough to put up 69 points. That doesn't even sound plausible. Hey, don't sleep on Mac Jones. Apparently, he's having a great rookie minicamp right now. Oh, we'll, we'll get to Mac Jones in his minicamp later. But oh, we will. Best, best believe, we already know who who's the starting quarterback for that team is right now. Superman is in the building. Cam, Cam Jarrell Newton is your quarterback. You're just going to have to accept it for this season. Hey, you season, never know. Next thing you know, Bill Belichick's falling in love with uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones becomes the starter. Next thing you know, you got another 20-year dynasty. Remember the I'm last telling you, this, this was just a year off. You that seven and nine year. You got to take a break every now and then. You can't always have 20-year dynasties. They can't go like a, a half century. Oh, That's stop. Any, remember the last time he fell in love with a quarterback? His name was Jared Stidham. Called him Stid. I didn't, I didn't fall in love with him. I was like, it was like, it's like dating. Like you go out on a date with somebody, you think, oh, in, I'm intrigued. You think, oh, she's cute. And then it turns out, well, never mind. And it just doesn't work out. So it's Jared Stidham. He didn't even make it out of training camp and beat up a, couldn't even beat out a, a aged and washed up Cam Newton. So, you know what? All right. That's fine. That's but fine. Final score for me, I think of that game, 35-21, Tampa Bay. I think Probably. that's a final score. Probably. I think Tam- Tampa deserves to be favored in that game. But mm-hmm. I think it'll it, it'll be a lot closer. I, I don't have a score prediction because it's so far away. And there could be some injuries that happen from that, from now and then, between now and then. Um, there could be, but I'm going to give a score prediction anyways, right off the bat. I wasn't expecting to do this, but let's go with, let's say, let's say 28, 24. It'll be, it'll be a close game. I don't think any team pulls, maybe one team pulls away from the other and it'll probably be the Buccaneers. And then the Patriots make a run and they make it interesting. But I think Bill Belichick's defense is going to find, especially with that retooled defense, they're going to find a way to stay in this game. Bill Belichick knows his quarterback, his old, his uh, ex-wife, sorry, ex, ex-husband, Tom Brady. And uh, he's going to, I, I'm still getting used to this analogy that I've created, but yeah. It's um, it's going to they're going to keep it interesting. Those two know each other very well and they're going to they're going to keep things interesting. Bill Belichick restocked his roster this offseason and he has a new quarterback, a new person that he is dating. And we're going to see how that winds up going. And it's going to be it's going to be glorious to see those two go go at each other. I think it's going to be a good game. You're usually right when it comes to predictions, like saying the Bucks were going to win the Super Bowl. I, I'll give you credit. You're, you're good at these. The shell has spoken. I'm telling you, it's it's going to be a great game. We're all going to we're The whole fumble rooski game is going to come. Brian will be Brian will probably be out tonight that night. But <laughs> anyways, um. Going a little bit more in depth to this schedule, to these uh, schedules that were released, um, we're going to go into who we think has the toughest schedules and what teams have the easiest schedules. 
um, kind of what teams have gotten have been graced with a good schedule and what teams have been kind of porked. Uh, so, Justin, what take your pick to who has uh, – we'll start with the toughest schedule. Who do you think is going to have the toughest – who do you think has the toughest schedule this season? Name a team. Just off the top of my head, the Ravens have a pretty tough schedule. The Steelers have a pretty schedule. I've, as I said, we got the Steelers. Uh, we got the Steelers twice a year. We got the Browns twice a year. Cincinnati, Cincinnati. We got the Chiefs. We got the Packers. So just based off that, we got like five or six games where we're like, okay, there's some competition here. And then we got Miami, a fringe playoff team, who's looking to make a giant leap this year into the playoffs. Minnesota's looking to have a bounce back. Not against us, of course. They know better. But they're trying to make the playoffs as well with Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. That's not going to do much. I like their roster. I don't like Kirk Cousins. I think he's fine if you give him the roster he needs. I really do believe that. But well, of course, a lot of average quarterbacks or average to barely above average quarterbacks can do that. But what it comes down to is whether or not uh, they can do more with less or or take a very good roster and elevate uh, elevate their roster. But I think, I, Kirk Cousins, the story of Kirk Cousins has always been underachieving. I think he can elevate it to like, say if like, the talent is like round floor. I think he can get it to the first floor. I'm not saying he can get it to the roof, but I think first floor is fine. Well, but, I, I'm arguing with the wrong points here. Um, yeah, yeah but, the uh, Baltimore does apparently the hardest schedule, uh, one of the hardest schedules, and um, it's going to be interesting to see how they, uh, they 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 appear to be a playoff team to me. They address some needs in uh, free agency and uh, over the. And over the uh, uh, during the draft, of course, they added a new wide receiver, uh, and I Ooh. believe they brought in Sammy Watkins. So mm-hmm. they did try to make an attempt at restocking that uh, that team. They traded away Orlando Brown, so we'll see how that offensive line holds up. But that team should be a playoff team. But you know, you wonder how the schedule, their schedule, is going to affect that uh, if they'll be one of those teams who's kind of in the middle class, just barely making it in and try, trying to make some noise from there. Um, so my pick is actually the Chicago Bears. Uh, so this is a team um, where you look at them uh, and you looked at the roster going into, even going into the offseason, and you, you said this team is one quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender, potentially. Mm-hmm. And so they get their guy. They trade it up from number 20 up to number 11 to select uh, to select Justin Fields. Yes. And so this is a team that has the defense, a very elite defense. They have the they have a good running back. Um, they address their offensive line during the draft and in free agency. And they have the they have the targets. They have a wide. They have a couple. They have a few solid wide receivers, uh, the number one being Allen Robinson. They have Darnell Mooney, another good wide receiver. They have Anthony Miller, who's a very solid wide receiver. Um, and they still – I believe – do they still have Jimmy Graham? They still have, they still have Jimmy Graham, right? Yeah, he's still – and they have another tight end in Cole Komet that they took last year in the draft. Right. So they have that, – that roster is stocked to the brim. Um, maybe their offensive line – 
is maybe their offensive line is a little uh, could use a little more work. But the fact of the matter is, they're first right out of the gates. Week one, they face the L.A. Rams. That's going to be no walk in the park. Uh, then week three, they have the Browns, who are going to be a tough opponent. Then after that, they have a couple easy. They have a couple nice games with the Lions. Um, uh, the Raiders could be a little bit of a tough out, possibly. That that team did f- finish below 500, but we forget the the hot start that they went off to. Then mm-hmm. the Packers, the Buccaneers, the 49ers could be is a team that could be improved. Uh, the Steelers are a tough are a tough out. Your Baltimore Ravens, the Arizona Cardinals, the Packers again, of course, uh, the Vikings that twice that we mentioned. Uh, and the, obviously the Packers twice because they're in the same division. Um, yeah. This is and the and the Seahawks and the Giants who are also supposed to be better. So yeah. we talk about this team being a com- potential Super Bowl contender. Um, if they had an easier schedule, they might have a win or two more. And two and two games in the NFL is huge. Okay. Uh, so this is this is going to be interesting to see. I agree. Uh, I think they're losing to us as always. I mean, it, Chicago's not beating us. I openly, but as far as the line concerns, they did address it by drafting Tevin Jenkins in the second round, which was a steal because he was a first round talent that somehow made it to the second round. I wish the Ravens would have took him, but we only have so many picks. We only had two. If we had three, oh yes, we're getting him. But I congratulate the Chicago Bears on getting a quarterback. They needed to because Mitchell. Well, now he has to pan out, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm, I believe he's the second best quarterback in the draft. I personally believe that. And I believe over time, if you give him the requisite pieces around him, he'll show you why he should have been drafted number two overall instead of Zach Wilson. Uh, I sure hope you're right. I sure hope so too. Cause I'm putting myself out there. Uh, I do. I see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allen Robinson will be a good, a pretty good wide receiver. If Allen Robinson's your number one and Darnell Mooney is your number two, you're doing pretty good in the wide receiver core. Uh, their defense is stout as always. I could see them being a divisional round exit. I'd say 10 and 7, 11 and 6. That's still That's good. Where, it's an improvement right. off last year. Yeah. I'm still trying to get used to this whole like NFL record thing i'm still used to a 16 game playoff thing i i I am too that is another thing that we uh that i was looking at when we they were releasing the schedule is that that's get is that um it's so weird looking at uh, a 17 game schedule and saying oh they're gonna go 10 and 7 they're gonna go 9 and 8 they're gonna Mm -hmm. go you know if you if you Go win 16 games. That's not historic. That's not quite as historic anymore. You still lose one, one. game. So yeah. that's just so oh, 16 and one. If you won uh, 14 games, you lost three. Which doesn't it, which isn't as a, nearly as impressive. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, I, I don't, I'm not a huge, it, it's just not going to look right for the first few seasons. Right. If you go like uh, seventeen and zero, you could finish like twenty and zero. That's the only good thing about this. The only good thing about this record. I mean, I guess there's no there's no five hundred teams. It's either you're good or you suck. Yeah. It's either oh we had a we had a, a we had a uh, winning record or it's oh 
eight and nine, we blow. Or you uh, could be eight, than, eight, and oh, one. eight and eight. And one. Eight, eight and well, one. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, ties exist, but. Um, yeah, so moving on, we went on to, uh, we just discussed the toughest, the teams with the toughest schedules. Um, now we're going to go on to the easiest schedule. So Justin, who's your pick for who has, uh, who was graced with a very, uh, very, uh, very nice schedule. Well, as I was looking through the schedules and looking up and down to see, okay, they got this, they got this. Okay. I can see some wins here. I got to Philly and like the combined total winning percentages of all the teams they went up against was like 43%. I was like, Hmm, they can actually, they can, they actually might win the division. Cause I think they're like, like 32 in the league and like combined winning percentages for like their schedule. So God willing, if they can stay healthy, they can win the division just based off their week schedule, like the week schedule they have. I believe they can win 12 games, but lose five games because 17 games. But yeah, pretty good. I think they can win 12 games easily this year if they can stay healthy. That's a pretty good pick. Um, now, my pick I have is the Miami Dolphins. So the Dolphins, that is a team. Uh, their uh, their their schedule their schedule combined their win percentage last year was 471, um, and this is a team that is right on the edge of. Uh, they were already competitive last year. Now they're looking to be to to get themselves over the hump and be um, a Super Bowl contender. And if they want to do that, if they're gonna if they're gonna make that jump from ta- with talent, uh, if they're gonna improve, this is the schedule to do it. Uh, now, out of the br- out of the gates, they have a tough matchup. They have a couple tough matchups out of the gates. Uh, the New England Patriots, um, that is a that is a improved roster. That is going to be a tough out. Uh, and then week two fo- following, it's going to be even worse. With the Buffalo Bills, who had thirteen, who won thirteen games last year, mm-hmm. um, they also have the Colts, the Buccaneers, uh, obviously the Bills again, the Ravens. But besides that, uh, there's also the Giants. Besides that, they get the Jets twice, of course. They get the Texans, they get the Falcons, the Jaguars. They have Las Vegas. Uh, they have the Panthers. This is a t- this is a schedule. Where there's going to be some there's going to be some games where it's going to be tough to pull out some wins, but um, they have the schedule. They, the schedule is there uh, for them to be able to win to beat the teams that they should beat, and um, they should be able to stack up against these teams that are that are tough to beat. I think the Colts, uh, the Colts, they, that's a team that they could that they could pull out a victory against. Uh, maybe they pull out one. Uh, maybe one against the Bills. Uh, they might get one against the Patriots, one or two. There's the Titans, who have lost almost their entire offense, if we remember, uh, during free agency. They lost Jonu Smith. They lost Corey Davis. All, their, all that they have left, really, on uh, for pass catchers for Ryan Tannehill right now is A.J. Brown. 
And A.J. Brown, amazing wide receiver, but you know you need more than just one target to be a good team. And I don't think Ryan Tannehill is good enough to elevate a roster of a bunch of bums. I just well, don't think so. Henry, it helps. It sure helps, but they're not going to be the same team as they were last year. I see that team regressing, and I think that's a team that the Dolphins can, be, can beat. And I forgot the Saints. The Saints lost their quarterback, and mm-hmm. they have a decent roster around them, but that team is going to regress a lot. I see 7-10. and 10. Let's say 7-10 and 10 for that, for the, this Saints team. And uh, the dolphin, the dolphins are could probably pull out this. You could, I could, I could see eleven, I could see eleven or twelve wins for the dolphins possibly. You don't twelve you being the absolute best case scenario. Eleven, like twelve would be like everything goes right, and mm-hmm. they turn out to be a Super Bowl contender as they want to be. Eleven being if if they beat the teams that they should beat, and they pull out some victories. And probably 10 is the expectation, I would say. You don't think the Saints will pull out some W's with Jameis Winston as their quarterback? You know how he eats W's? I'm yet to see him eat W's. <laughs> I'll see it when I be- – I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, when you have the weapons like they do, like Alvin Kamara, uh, Michael Thomas, and uh, Jared Cook, I could see them. I could see I could see him getting like 9-10. Possibly 11 if he, you know, can actually not throw interceptions. If he can lower the interceptions, yeah, they're a playoff team. Possibly. Possibly. I uh, I mean, that's easier said than done. And yeah. he may not even be their quarterback. What if they go with Taysom Hill again? Four years, $140 million as a contract. And I'm not in love with their roster either. I feel like that defense is kind of starting to age a little bit. I feel like that offense uh, past Michael Thomas doesn't really have much. They lost Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, to the Bills, who just got better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So all I'm trying to say is, I mean, I don't, I don't love that. Even, even if. Drew Brees decided not to retire or they just if they were able to replace him with a good quarterback. I still don't love this roster. Even with Drew Brees, they weren't they weren't able to get past um and they kind of barely like low key barely got past the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Just saying. So I, I didn't love that roster before and I absolutely don't like it now. Just saying. That's fair. All right. Now, going on to our final talking point, there is there is other some side news going on. I mean, it's I wouldn't say side news, but it's still there. Uh, the mini uh, our team's rookie mini camps have started so far. Now, there's some players who have who have stuck out to some of us. So, Justin, what are your thoughts on uh, our rookie mini camp going so far? <coughs> Personally, I like it. I, I love my Ravens minicamp as always because we always f- seem to figure out a way to find talent. I like what's going on with Brandon Stevens. I l- love Rashad Bateman right now because, you know, I like a wide receiver that can catch passes and run good routes. Tylon Wallace is coming along just fine. Sean Wade is Sean Wade, first round talent, but still has a lot of work to do. And Ben Cleveland is massive, a giant hu- human being. So, yeah. 
I'm the O line is set, the wide receiver room is set, my DB room is set. All around, I think we're we're going to be a pretty solid team with all the rookies we have. This could be a very memorable draft class if all things go well. It's possible. It's possible. It's, possible. it's very possible. Maybe. Maybe. I'm still not. I'm still not sold on uh, that team, especially the wide receiver core. Depends on how Rashad Bateman will look. But I'd rather have Rashad Bateman than Kadarius Tony right now. <laughs> me too. But that's that's not a that's a no-brainer when you think. Apparently not if you're the Giants. Apparently not. I would have if I'm the if I was the were the Ravens, I would have just taken both of those first round picks, traded up to say with uh package them in with another uh first round, maybe another second round pick, traded up to maybe 11 or maybe 10 and go out and draft Devontae Smith. We're not, we're not built like we usually just accumulate picks and talent in the back half of the draft and just jumping up unless it's something like it's not in our history to just jump all the way up to like top 10 because we're usually picking in the later half anyway. So well, we, look a lot a, of it, we just take a guy. Maybe a change would be nice. Maybe. maybe. All right. Now, my pick and I'm going to stick with my New England Patriots is going to be uh, Mac Jones. Uh, now, there's been a lot of – now, this is a pick that um, I – now, in the direct aftermath of the NFL draft, I was a little iffy on. I was just hoping that they would trade up to get uh, Justin Fields, and I was hoping that – I mean, I'm glad they took a quarterback, but I was a little iffy on, on this pick, but – from what I'm hearing from on reports from fr- from training camp, he's pretty good, uh, and he's he's drawing apparently. And I quote: uh, "Coaches have been blown away from his performance so far during minicamp. Now it is just minicamp, but it is nice to hear that this guy is actually impressing uh, the co- the Patriots coaching staff. I just hope Bill Belichick is impressed as well. Uh, I I." St- as much as this, his uh, this saying has been dented a little bit from Tom Brady how, with what he's doing in Tampa Bay, I still believe a little bit in Bill we trust. And if Bill is impressed with Mac Jones, then I like Mac Jones. And uh, if this guy winds up working out with the uh, retooled, with the revamped roster that mm-hmm. Bill Belichick has put together this offseason, I really do believe this team could be a scary and interesting team to look at for next season. So it it really does stick out to me that great uh, that Mac Jones has been uh, has been impressing, has been turning some heads this mini camp so far. So what you're telling me is you're turning the corner with uh, with Mac Jones. You're telling me he might be our franchise guy. I'm saying if my eyes my eyebrows have been raised. I'm saying okay, okay, let's see. That's that's cool. Let's see him uh, during uh, OTAs. Let's see him during uh, the actual training camp. Let's see him during preseason. I'd love to see him during preseason in actual action. That's going to be fun. Yeah. But I we'll we'll see. I I really but this is this is good. This is good. I'm still yeah. still iffy. Still iffy mm-hmm. because he looks like he looks like melted ice cream under that shirt that he under that shirt that he wears. We've seen that. We've all seen that shirtless pic of him with a cigar mm-hmm. in his mouth. It's mm-hmm. it's it's not exactly pretty. If you're looking for a uh, a model a shirtless model, Mac it's Jones is not your guy. 
Cam Newton is actually that guy. He really is. That guy that guy does look great. Even being uh even being a little washed up, still can't throw the football to save his damn life, but you know. Superman will come to your will come to the rescue. He will be your quarterback and he will get you to the playoffs. I sure hope so. I, I just want to make the playoffs. I want to win a couple Super Bowls, have a 20-year dynasty. Is that too much to ask for? A 20-year dynasty? Yes, it is too much to ask for. No, it's not. I got it from Brady. We can do it again. I, I, keep, tell, I keep telling you. he'll throw. I believe if everything goes well, but that's a huge if, he'll throw 25 touchdown passes, and we have a bet on that for $5 that he'll throw 25 touchdown passes. Now, mm-hmm. well, that remains to be seen. I I was hoping you would just say 25 combined touchdowns because I was hoping you would forget about his running ability. But no, you had to say passing. Yep, I said passing. And, and I'm go- about to be five bucks richer. He may not even throw a single one. It might be Mac Jones oh, just oh, starting it. the entire season. Or they'll go with Stidham or Brian Hoyer. He won't go with Hoyer. Stop it. He's just backup insurance. Uh, Isn't that interesting how they have four quarterbacks on the roster now? They ha- they don't believe in Stidham that much that not only did they bring up a washed up Cam Newton last season, last offseason, but this offseason they bring in Brian Hoyer, who's not even washed up. But even when he wasn't washed up, he wasn't anything special then either. And they drafted in the first round quarterback Mac Jones. And I'm sure there's a there's a uh, practice squad quarterback on that roster who's kicking around somewhere too. So <laughs> – Big L from Jarrett Stidham. I really wish him the best. I hope he. I did ha- hold out hope for him, but I. It doesn't. It's not looking good. Even no. when he was. Even the game, when he was coming in this off se- during the season when he came in, uh, in relief of Cam Newton every now and then or Brian Hoyer, it always looked ugly. So you know, it's it's just too bad that he didn't pan out. I, I really do feel unfortunate for him. But then I saw that Kansas City game. I was like, oh. This is the guy you guys have been hyping up. Like, wait until Stidham gets in the game. I was like, he ain't that. He ain't doing much against that Kansas City Chief defense. I was like, mm, mm-mm-mm. should draft a quarterback now. Mac Jones is your possible savior now. He could be. He could be. From what we're hearing, we never heard anything like this about Jarrett Stidham. We never did. Bill Belichick said he likes Stidham. What's that? He he said he liked him, but we didn't hear any anything about his performance. They just said, oh, and they, people people were just people were raving about the fact that he was uh, that he gave him a nickname. He called him Stid. Everyone's like, like, oh, Stid. they called him Stid. Belichick must like him. And then he goes out and he signs Cam Newton for like a veterans minimum. Yeah. Just give just give me a break. keep your keep your pants on when it comes to Jarrett Stidham. And I, I mean, I'm my pants are still on for Mac Jones. They will, we'll see. This is just, we're just, this is like, it's like dating. You look at, you look at how, what we think about him. We, you go out a couple times, you see what he's like. If it turns out he's a bust, then you, you, it's the door. All right. Toss him aside. You say you're not taking your pants off for Mac Jones, but are you at least unbuckling them? Are you unbuckling your belt for Mac Jones? This is a this is an uncomfortable analogy. I'm like um I'm like re I'm like readjusting my pants right now. Okay, that's fine. Like readjusting, seeing like okay. I'm All like right. I'm looking. I'm like this is we we need to go away from this analogy like right, right now. 
it's a little <laughs> this this could get w- way too in detail but you you get yeah. my point there i'm i'm still holding my breath for him. i'm still i'm i'm in i'm encouraged i'm intrigued um but i still i'm still a little uh skeptical about mac jones yeah that's fine because you know superman is here to save the day i keep telling you superman will be your savior but you're like no he's a bum i, I still think he's a bum I still think he's a bum. He's not a bum. You guys just finally gave him some weapons to work with. That's all. I mean, you can surround him with whatever weapons you can, but what's good? What good is having all these weapons if he's just gonna throw them at their ankles? What's the point of having all these weapons when some of them can't catch what happened last year with Cam? I keep telling you, give him some weapons. He actually might do a little something. something. Then y'all gave him some weapons. Let's see what he's got. They probably, we probably, we might not find out what he's got, and we might find out what Mac Jones has. Just saying. Yeah, it's a just saying. I don't think they want to ruin their new toy immediately, so I think they'll wait until like year two, hopefully. Now, if he shows up and plays good, then yeah, start him immediately over camp. Maybe, possibly. I yeah. think. Um, I mean, it could be something like what happened with Dak Prescott, where he's a rookie. They come, they uh, the starter gets hurt. He comes in, he starts the rest of the season. They go 13 and three. They make the playoffs. They looking good. We're not going to talk about what happens afterwards because well, that's not we can't we have we can't forget the fact that Jason that uh, Bill Belichick isn't Jason Garrett. So. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. I, I'm I'm intrigued. This is going to be an interesting season, and I'm glad we got to see uh, the schedule come out. We got we got to see um, the rookie mini camp, and this is going to be interesting to see all of this unfold uh, when this summer ends. Uh, but like I said, we're going to hold you guys over with uh, plenty of content. Where we have some stuff that we're planning out for uh, for upcoming episodes. So stay tuned. Keep tuning in to us on a weekly basis. But other than that, uh, that'll do it for us tonight. Uh, Thank you for listening to us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify and Google Play. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Over and out. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.